Welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm Dawn Fisk, your host of this podcast. Welcome along. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, uh, I am so pleased that you found it. Um, Welcome to the uh, group of followers. Um, This is me. I'm a life coach and have been for over 17 years and work with hundreds and hundreds of different clients. I tell stories, um, I give examples, I make it come alive, I talk about my own experiences and those of clients, make it uh, real. We talk about all sorts of subjects. Um, If you've got subject matters you'd like me to cover, drop me an email. Um, But I encourage you, I support you, I'm right behind you and I tackle all sorts of issues and topics. Um, I don't edit, I don't script write, I just speak from the heart. Sometimes I'm at home in the office recording, other times I'm out on a dog walk um, in with nature with my best little mate in the world um, because that's where I'm most creative. Today I'm actually sat watching my son play a school hockey match. Um, I'm supporting him from the sidelines from the car because it's cold and wet and I'm uh, recording at the same time. So it's very, very raw and very me and authentic. Today I'm talking about the subject of making mistakes and why in fact it's a good thing to do and why I would love you to welcome mistakes. Um, It's important that we do and it's important that we learn loads from those mistakes and that then changes them from being mistakes to being life lessons or great opportunities for learning. Um, So today's episode is all about have a go make loads of mistakes and see it as a good thing change your mindset about it and see what you can take from it so i hope you enjoyed today's episode drop me an email if you would like other subjects covered dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk in the meantime let's crack on to this week's episode today i'm focusing on achievements and success and having a go and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and new experiences. But in particular, I'm going to focus not so much on those themselves, but more on what can be a byproduct of that. Because many of you who've worked with me one-to-one through coaching or who's listened to my podcast before will know that I really, really, really believe in you. I genuinely do. I believe in human beings and their abilities and pushing yourself forward and trying it, dipping your toe. Um, I'm passionate about it. And so I encourage you, steadfastly support that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm beating that drum for you to push you forward. The downside and the possible risk to that, if you want to use the word risk, I don't like that word, actually, it's a little bit negative in this this context, but the byproduct of that is when we do have a go at new things and we dip our toe or we get out of our comfort zone, there is a, an opportunity, that's the word, where we can perhaps not succeed. I'm trying to avoid the one word that I'm talking about and that's mistakes. We might make mistakes. Now, many of us are scared of that. Many of us don't want to fail, in quote marks. Um, we're, we're afraid of failure. Lots of clients that I've worked with who've got great goals, great ambitions. They want, to, they want to leave their job and set up their own business. Or they want to write a book. Or they want to change role. Or they want to... Uh, all sorts of things. All sorts of um, goals that they've got. But what has been preventing them in the past and why they've come for coaching is because of a fear of failure. 
Now, I say when that's the case, not having a go in the first place is definite, um, guaranteed failure. By not trying in the first place, you've got what you most fear. Uh, because you cannot possibly succeed in a business if you don't set that business up in the first place. Um, you can't possibly succeed in a, a, your first ever marathon if you don't d run the marathon, don't try it, don't start training, don't sign up for it. Um, or a performance if you want to do amateur dramatics or get involved with music or a show or anything. You absolutely will fail if you don't try. That's the first thing. Winners... Uh, cannot by their very nature be a winner if they give up, if they're quitters. Quitters will can never win. Winners cannot be quitters um, or they wouldn't have won by their very nature. So to win, you have to keep going. You have to have a go. You have to stick with it. You have to persist to ever have a chance of being a winner. And quitters can never win because they've given up so for you and me and all of the community listening to this I don't want any of you to be quitters um, I want you instead would 100% encourage you 110% encourage you to have a go and I would 110% encourage you to make mistakes in fact welcome uh, mistakes uh, embrace them because if you're making mistakes, then it confirms you're having a go. It confirms you're out of your comfort zone. It confirms you're prepared to take a risk. And that increases your chances of success straight away. Just, just doing it in increases your chances. And I'm already impressed <laughs> but with that uh, because you're halfway there. Having a go makes you halfway there. So I would... Um, really 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 endorse that go for it give it a go what's the worst that can happen and when clients say to me yeah but what if it fails what if I'm rubbish what if I'm no good in that role or don't like that job or they don't like me or I'm no good in business and it doesn't what if it doesn't you know uh, succeed or take off and I turn that round because I can see it from a different angle. I reframe it and change that mindset with what if it does work? What if your business is a huge success? Or what if you are great in that amateur dramatic role or a great performer on stage and love it and the stage loves you? Or what if you do go on that date and you get on and you really like each other? Where might you be in a couple of months? Uh, you might be in a proper relationship and you've got somebody to put your cold feet on and someone to share things with what's the worst that can happen um so to turn it around and reframe it now why do we need to welcome mistakes well the one book um that i love if you've never heard of this um then i'm, I'm going to talk about it a little bit anyway but one great read around this is black uh sorry black box thinking it's a book called Black Box Thinking, where it very much promotes the idea of having a growth mindset. If we've got a growth mindset, we're going to continue to learn, welcome opportunities to learn. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to adapt. But if we have a fixed mindset, um, that's it. It, it, it's finished. We won't. Uh, we won't pursue something. We won't research it. We won't consider it. We won't have an open mind to it. We've shut the door. 
Um, we've shut the door before we've even tried to open it. Um, and we will hold ourselves back with a fixed mindset. Um, so very much promote the idea of a growth mindset. And in the book, Black Box Thinking, it talks all about, actually, it starts off by talking about um, the author's own experience. I, I won't I won't talk about his own experience because it is quite grabbing. Um, it's definitely worth the read. It hooks you in straight away. Um, but a lot of the content draws on the difference between the aviation field um, and the airline industry. And they're very open-minded approach to mistakes. When something goes wrong in the airline or aviation, it can be catastrophic. So they have to constantly learn from any any um, problems, any issues, um, any mistakes, whatever you want to call them, because they, they're often catastrophic. Um, and they cannot risk those being repeated. So they have to learn from anything that happens. So the minute there is a problem in the, uh, the world of aviation, they look deeply into what caused that problem. Was it human error? Was it human error because certain switches look similar to other switches close to each other? And therefore, it increases the chances of human error and if that's the case, they need to adapt and redesign those switches or move them up away from each other, for example. So equipment with the human element, how to make that equipment safer with humans involved. Um, or if it's uh, a mechanical issue, what can they learn from that mechanical issue and how they can improve uh, upon that and make it as 101% safe um, compared to what it was and so on and so on. They really, really look into it. They do not have a culture of blame. Uh, if it's been human error, they don't uh, blame people. They re-educate. They will retrain all their pilots um, so that they're much more aware of this potential of this mistake, for example. So it is not a culture of blame. It's a culture of um, growth mindset. It's learning from what happened through the black box, adapting it, improving things, increasing safety. That's always their prime concern. As a result now, um, you know, the safest form of travel is um, flying because they have minimised all the possible errors uh, or windows of error. They've improved all of the equipment so that they are as safe as possible and continue to. Uh, they're always evolving and always improving. Um, so that has got to be, that has got to be a good thing for each and every one of us that ever uses um, flight as a means of travel, or our loved ones, for example. Um, however, the other. Um, area that the author talks a lot about um, at the time of writing. Now, I can't remember when he wrote this book. It was a little while ago, and I hope that things have really, really, really improved. But the flip side to that, the more negative, perhaps, if you want to use it, um, example, industry example that he draws on is the NHS. There are reasons why he looks at that, and the story that he tells is truly compelling. Um, as I've mentioned. But the NHS, for example, has much more of a blame culture. They, they will avoid holding their hands up. Or at the time of writing the book, the atmosphere in the NHS was very much um, don't whistle blow, um, don't put your hand up and admit fault or uh, 
liability because of insurance and liability and all of those sorts of things. Uh, one consultant who made a mistake wouldn't put their hands up and admit to that mistake because that then puts the whole reputation into question, perhaps the whole reputation of that department or that hospital and the um, etc. etc. So there's there was or and possibly still is. Um, much more of a culture where you would keep quiet uh, if the ranks would all close up the reasons behind something going wrong would be um, not so open not so apparent um, it wouldn't you know the whole environment the whole culture of the NHS then this is a, a couple of years ago at least was much less open than the aviation uh, industry much less more uh, prepared to speak about where a human may have made a mistake and how can everybody learn from that mistake and maybe they change the labeling or they change the process or they change uh, the approach to a certain technique or um, procedure uh, so that they could then going forward reduce the risk of this ever happening again that was much less likely to happen in the NHS for all the reasons I've said um, because of reputation because of liability and so on and yet there's equally the need for safety in in um, the world of medicine we need that uh, improvement we need constant growth mindset we need constant improvement so that there's far less amount of millions of pounds spent each year on uh, liability and insurance claims there's a lot less deaths as a result of mistakes uh, that's what we need we need the uh, we need medicine to get better and better and better in terms of um, outcomes and minimizing human mistakes or, or uh, the window for mistakes so in fact what he's saying in this book is that we need to change that culture and we need to welcome an open culture of what went wrong. He then moves on to how is this um, appropriate for each and every one of us in our everyday lives. And there's a whole host of reasons why we should, each and every one of us, irrespective of the field that we're in uh, or the line of work that we do, we should all individually look, well, A, welcome mistakes and B, uh, learn from them uh, in a good way. Um, so that we can get even better at our skill set or better as a human being, um, minimise error or um, and the confidence that we lose and uh, increase our reputation, increase our confidence, increase our skill set um, for all those reasons. In fact, I think he even talks about one industry and I can't remember whether it was, it might have been Lever Brothers, um, or a manufacturer of vacuum cleaners or something. It was definitely a household name years and years ago when they were developing all their equipment, uh, washing machines and vacuum hoovers and things. They, they was talking about one company in particular that actually employed engineers and um, inventors and um, you know design team and encouraged, specifically encouraged them all as a team to work on prototypes that were wrong. 
wrong prototypes, things that didn't work, didn't have the outcomes, constantly keep inventing these things that didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work, didn't work, didn't work, it failed, it failed, it failed, whatever you want to say. Because then he knew they were getting closer and closer to inventing the right machine, washing machine or vacuum hoover, whatever it was, one that really worked, really, really properly worked and tested uh, sort of passed the test of time because they'd ruled out all the other options of those that didn't work, those that failed, didn't do it quite right or didn't do it at the right speed or the right um, efficiency. So actually encourage the mistakes in order to make the real successful one. And that's what we've got to do. So make mistakes. Um, whether it's in a few relationships, you dip your toe, what's the saying? You've got to kiss a few frogs to find your prince and those sorts of things. Have a few dates and find out what type of person you don't want so that you know what type of person you do want. Try different activities um, in order to find the one activity or your real passion that you do love. Um, it's only by, you know, I've talked a lot about um, the podcast I listen to called Don't Tell Me The Score. And so many sportsmen and women on there who are famous for a particular sport now, whether it's sailing around the world or um, hockey or whatever it is, when you listen to them being interviewed about their childhood and how they grew up and how they got to their sport, they have often first tried really hard to be a successful footballer or tried really hard to be a track sprinter or something and then they found that they were really good at hurdles or they were really good at something else it's only by trying a few things that we can then find our real passion in terms of our hobbies um often i I work with clients and i say to them where's the fun in your life Where's your downtime? And they'll say, well, I don't really... Someone will say, I don't really have any. I don't don't have any hobbies. I don't, don't know what I like doing. I don't know how I like chilling out. Because they don't. They genuinely just work, 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 travel, eat, sleep, repeat. Quite literally. And they have no downtime. Um, apart from meeting the old friend for a coffee or a beer. Um, there are no real hobbies in there. And I, uh, so I'll say you need some fun. You need some passion, some fun, some activities, some, some, something that gets your heart racing, something that lights the fire in your belly. And they'll say, but what? I don't know what I'm into. And that's the time where we need to try them. So many new activities or, or, or activities will let you sign up um, for a taster, a free taster session, whether it's an exercise class or an activity. Come along and meet us, you know, come along and try it for free often. Um, so I would say, you know, go for it. Get some new things in your life. Find out what you like, whether it's art, music, craft, um, acting, performing, um, fitness, travel, food, cookery, whatever it is, try it, just give it a go and find something that really excites you. And don't worry if you make mistakes. Even if you sign up for activities and you think, oh, this was a huge mistake, I hate this. It's not a mistake because you learn from it. So going back full circle to welcome mistakes in your life because you can learn from them. You can learn what you okay, you ask yourself, why Why did I make that mistake? Whether it's presenting or at work or in front of a customer bidding, um, trying for a contract, doing a spreadsheet, whatever you do, um, setting up a business, okay, maybe that business didn't work. 
maybe it was the wrong business and you're you're destined to be doing something else maybe that wasn't the right job for you but you'd be brilliant in something similar for a different sort of company uh, they're not mistakes you've just got to correct it and what, what, i've forgotten that phrase when your ship is sinking bail quickly don't hang on to a shim, uh, sinking ship um, so if you're unhappy in your job or you're unhappy in a relationship um, or, or just unhappy in something in your life, don't hang on to it and hope it will get better. What's wrong with it in particular? Why was it a mistake in your eyes? Ask yourself the question, why? W why isn't this working? Why did I make that mistake? Why is it a mistake? What is it? Get to the root cause of what What did you do wrong? if that's the word, and I don't mean those words in a judgmental way with lots of weight behind them. It's just a case, a way of analysing them, break it down. You know, in, in some of it, you will have done something right. Um, actually, that makes me realise that some clients who I'm working with and they're going through a divorce, maybe they've been married for 15 16 years or 20 years or something and then one of the part one of the partnership have decided they want out for whatever reason and the other is left devastated uh, my marriage is over my marriage is a failure my marriage is broken all of those words that we use um and I know when I went through a divorce, um, my first marriage ended in divorce. And I remember my brother, actually, uh, a great sense of humour, saying, oh, you're a statistic now, a one in, I think at that time it was one in three marriages. I don't know what the latest statistic is. Uh, you've joined the ranks of the stats. You're a one in three now um, with your failed marriage. And I said to him, you know, it, it wasn't a failed marriage. It was a happy marriage until it went wrong um you know so you might be married 15 16 years and then one of you decide you want to come out of it but for those first 15 14 years it was a, a successful marriage a happy marriage it doesn't mean because it doesn't work out towards the end that the whole thing was a mistake it's not you might have two three beautiful children as a result um you may have been best friends for 15 16 years and before with the courtship and have some great times some great memories that person was very special and important and large in your life for a long time now the marriage might be ending but don't write the whole time off it's the same in your job you know you might be really happy in your job for a few years you had a great boss great team really good banter great colleagues you loved the responsibility you had you loved the role then it all changed for one reason or another perhaps the company sold out to another company and it all changed as these things do sometimes or the boss changes or your role changes or something and then you hate it but that doesn't sort of diss the whole time there you loved it for a while it was key for you it was important for you it taught you a lot it gave you a lot it was rewarding and a happy time so it's always a shame if we sort of write the whole thing off um the whole marriage or the whole job or the whole experience um, off because that that's not the reality there can be it can be a very successful happy marriage for a long long time and then for whatever reason, it might come to an end and we can move on eventually after we've healed and have another happy uh, life, you know, in whatever way we choose thereafter. It's a shame to write everything off in one go. 
Um, so with your mistakes, and I mean that in a positive way, not a negative connotation, welcome the mistakes because they are great opportunities to learn. If you keep a really good growth mindset in life generally, what can I learn from this? What's this teaching me? What have I found out about myself? Um, and what what and why did this happen? So let's say you feel that you've done, for example, you've done a big presentation in front of an audience. You're a little bit nervous. You did the presentation and you come off um, stage or whatever it is. You you sit back down and you, you start beating yourself up. It was a disaster. I didn't answer that question. You asked me that really tricky question and I messed up. I didn't know the answer. Oh, the whole thing was a disaster. No, the whole thing is not a disaster. A, get some context. Um, put it into perspective. You couldn't answer one of the questions at the end. You did a 30-minute presentation and one question at the end you weren't sure on. That does not make the whole thing a disaster. So get context, get perspective on everything and then see what what bit went wrong. Okay, it was that question. Um, Was your planning at adequate could you have done a little bit more planning could you have sat with your line manager or a colleague and run the presentation past them would they have come up with that question could they have run it past you and you researched it did you answer the did you handle the answer correctly um in so far as did you confidently admit you didn't know the answer and that you would go off and find out have you since found out the answer to that question have you since reported it to the questionnaire um, what can you take from it? Um, how can you turn this round into a great learning? What do you learn from this experience? Okay, A, the whole presentation wasn't a disaster. You didn't know the answer to one question. B, you learn from this that in future you'll do a dummy run in front of someone. Get them to ask every possible question you can. Ask yourself every possible question from all sorts of different angles so that you know th- any possible question that might come up and you're prepared. If one still comes up that you don't know the answer to, that's fine. It's all right not to know the answers to everything. We are only human after all. Cut ourselves some slack, but just confidently tell them, I'm really sorry. That's a, uh, that's a very interesting question and one I've never, ever considered. Thank you very much for bringing that to my attention. I'm going to go straight off and research that. And if you could just jot your email address down, I will uh, definitely give you the answer in the next couple of hours. Thank you very much for that question. Any more questions? You've confidently answered, even though you didn't know that specific answer. Just keep confident and learn from it. And if you haven't done that, you're learning from it now. Um, So welcome mistakes or failings or whatever you want to call them, or just call them learnings or opportunities. Um, Approach life with a a completely open mind, a completely, uh, a, a full growth mindset. What can I learn from this and how can I grow from this? How can I improve? How can I move forward? And try, have a go. Don't be a quitter. Have a go. And if it's not right, have another go in a different way. Um, Repeat, repeat. Slightly tweaked, slightly improved. Learn from each opportunity. Dissect it a little bit. What went wrong? Um, Where could you improve it? What can you learn from it? What can you take from it? If we just make mistakes and beat ourselves up, and become an enemy and a critic in our heads and give ourselves a hard time. A, that's painful. B, it's a total waste of time and energy in our heads. 
it's achieving nothing. All it's achieving actually is to knock your confidence and drag you down and hold you back. It's going to hold you back in your safety zone. It's going to prevent you from trying in the future. It's going to knock your confidence. It's going to have a little bit of self-loathing if you want to really push it or dislike or but it's doing nothing for you. Or if it is doing something, it's all negative stuff. It's not helping you whatsoever. So don't just beat yourself up that you've made a mistake. Full stop. Because that's a mistake. That's where you're going wrong. Turn it round. What can I learn? What's the learning in all of this? What can I take from this? Because it's a gift. In the same way that feedback is a gift. Equally welcome feedback. Ask someone for feedback. If there was somebody in the audience who you uh, respect... Um, and will be fair and honest, ask them for some feedback. If it's a boss or a partner or a loved one, um, whatever the activity is or the experience is, your best friend, ask them for feedback. What did, uh, what, give me some feedback I want to grow from this. In that party that we're in the other day, I don't think I behaved very well. I lost my temper with, or I embarrass myself or whatever it is can you give me some feedback what what do you think went wrong how could I have handled that differently or how could I have behaved differently for example so I mean we've all the thing is we're human and we've all made mistakes in our lives or each and every one of us but if we learn from that it wasn't a mistake if we just beat ourselves up or hold ourselves back as a result that's a mistake so I say if you want to read around this subject then um it is a good read black box thinking is a good book there's also um the book about growth mindset there's a lot of books about growth mindset but there was one i think called growth mindset in particular uh that was the sort of leading um book in in the field at the time it kind of launched it um, and of course, there will be loads and loads of talks, especially about growth mindset. I know for a fact on YouTube and TED Talks, etc. There's loads of it around in the world of sport as well. Very much the case that people in sport need a growth mindset. They keep needing to tweak their technique and their style to get better and better and better and to keep their competition guessing um, and take them by surprise. So, um and and actually, in one of those sports podcasts, one of them said that it's exactly when you get to the top of your game in sport, it's, it's exactly when you've got that gold medal or you've you know, won the world championships or whatever, that's exactly the time when you need to throw out all of your technique and change it. Whether it's team rugby or, or whatever, that when you've won the championship or the World Cup or whatever it is, that's when you need to change everything you're doing. To take your competition by surprise, to turn it all upside down, it is not to stay complacent and assume that because you've won once, using that style or that approach that you, you can continue to rely on it because others will get the same style, they'll adapt their technique, learn from you, mimic you, etc. So we've constantly, even the top athletes, are constantly on their toes, constantly tweaking their style and their techniques. So we need to do that in life, whether it's at work, whether it's socially, whether it's as a parent, as a parent, that's key as well. We will make mistakes as parents. We will make hundreds of mistakes as parents. And our children will make mistakes. If we encourage them to have a growth mindset, 
learn from their mistakes. Oh, well, that's a, it's okay to make a mistake. So they failed their test or their exam or whatever. What can they learn from that? What was their revision technique? How many hours did they put in? Was it enough? Do they feel in hindsight they could have done a little bit more? Do they feel perhaps a different revision technique or essay writing technique or so on and so on what can they learn from it instead of just feel a failure and feel that they've messed their grades up they haven't what can they take from it what can they improve upon as a parent what can we learn sometimes you know the children go to bed and we beat ourselves up I've been a rubbish mum today I've been shocking I've taken my eye off the ball I've not given them any attention or I've been grumpy and snappy or uh, unfair or too strict or um, whatever it is we are human we will make mistakes but if we're able to in the evening sit down and think yeah I've been really 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 um you know uninvolved or harsh or or unfair or just just not very kind and I didn't listen when they wanted to chat I was rushed and busy or I didn't have the time whatever it is we can put that right the next day as long as we know that we've done that and accept it and acknowledge it to ourselves openly we can tomorrow sit down have breakfast with them or give them some time or um, whatever it is that we feel that we've messed up today we can put right tomorrow if we're not aware of it or we don't ask for feedback from people in our whatever scenario or we don't break it down ourselves and, and learn from it we're just going to repeat repeat the same mistakes and that is not learning um, that's not growth either or development so be open to it have an open mind welcome opportunities make mistakes and bring them on and learn from them and keep growing keep growing don't let fear of failure hold you back because that is certain failure (laughs) Uh, go forward believe in yourselves have a go and drop me an email as always I love to hear your successes and your shared experiences so please drop me an email dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk And tell me how it's going. Tell me what you had a go at or what mistake you made and what you've learned from it. I'd love to hear from you. I truly would love to hear from you. If you ever feel that just one session or a couple of coaching sessions with me could help you specifically on something specific tailored to you in a one-to-one, then uh, also drop me an email or contact me, phone me. All the contact information is on my website, www.com at milestone-coaching.co.uk. You can drop me a line through that um, or or get the telephone numbers. Don't think for a second that um, you're not in Hampshire in the UK, so that excludes you. You can be anywhere in the world. There's FaceTime, there's telephone, um, all sorts of different means of us, um, messenger and all those sorts of ways of um, speaking. Uh, Skype, for example so you can be anywhere in the world and have one-to-one coaching with me Uh, it could be just a one-off session you're totally in the driving seat I don't commit to anybody to certain amount of sessions you can have one session work through something um, and get what you need and that could be that or or a few if you feel a few would help so just give me a call or, or drop me a line and we can tailor it for you if that would be helpful. If not, thank you again for listening. It's been great having you along uh, with me on this. uh, Apologies if there's been noise in the background. I am sat in the car watching my son play field hockey and it's freezing out there. So I thought I would sit and watch him and um, work at the same time. 
I'm now going to go out and do some cheering. So thank you. Have a great, great week and make some mistakes. Bring it on.